When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I just used to do that. Didn't they used to blow into a microphone to... To get the dust off? Attention. <laughs> no. Attention. No, they would say, oh, this thing on. Oh, you speak into this? <laughs> this is what you speak into. Hey. Hey, Dave. Holly, what's going on? Hi. Welcome, everyone, to What Difference Does It Make? Woohoo! Another episode. <laughs> Another exciting episode. I love these. These are so yeah. fun. Because we really love the year 1982. We do. I'm discovering a lot of new music. Uh, well, I mean, it's old music, but everything old is new again. Exactly. It's it's great to relive a lot of this uh, this music that uh, that shaped our lives way back when. Yeah. And uh, look back at these songs that uh, sometimes time forgot and sometimes uh, K-Rock forgot. <laughs> they <laughs> did forget some of it. Yeah. They don't play some of these songs anymore. Um they don't play any of these songs anymore, but uh, and even on the uh, as I'll mention, they they uh, revised their 1980s playlist, um, just the top 80 for each year of the 80s. But uh, back in the day, they had the top 106.7 songs that were played during that that year, and that's what we're going over. So we're going over 1982, the top 106.7 songs that were played in 1982, right? We yes, and we are we are up to number 60. Number 60, we're way up to 60 now. Slowly making our way, <laughs> chugging up that hill. It'll be 2025. I know. Well, by the time we finish this year, we got to keep this uh, this podcast rolling. <laughs> yes, we got to keep up. We're up. really we're 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 milking it for oh everything. Oh my god, we're yes. Mm-hmm. Just uh, what is it? Uh, milk from a turnip, or what? What's that? What's that phrase? Yeah, water. Water from a turnip. I don't, I don't know. know. We're 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 trying to get as much stuff as possible out of uh, each and every year. I think we have a lot. I think it's uh, because there's a lot of stuff. And I have to say, this has been really fun because I don't, uh, I didn't remember a lot of the songs. And then when I, when I listened to them, I found I didn't even really know them that well. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's part of the fun of this. And yeah. um, and you could hear them all as our podcast listeners on Spotify because I'm putting them each and every one of these songs. Most of these, I, I think like probably 99.9% of these songs, except for Barnes and Barnes, I Had Sex with E.T., are available. Oh. <laughs> They're all available on Spotify. Um, so I, I've been making a playlist that you can all find on uh, on our What Difference Does It Make podcast of uh, link that I, that I post. And you can find a link. You can search Spotify, but you can also find the link on our Facebook page. Correct. And our Twitter. So Instagram. you can do it there. We're, the, we're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. Media. We're trying. Okay. So so what's number 60, Dave? Um, Sparks. Woohoo! Your favorite. Yeah, two of my favorites. Sparks and Mickey Mouse. Yes. All in one. All in one nice package. And his name is Mickey Mouse. Uh, it's it's sparks and and we love them and they're talking about mickey mouse are you a disneyland fan are you a disney file person i love disneyland 
Do you? Do you? I love Disneyland. It's not that I love the Disney movies and, you know, all the Disney paraphernalia, but Disneyland has such fond memories for us, too, just just like you. And yeah. my kids have loved Disneyland. We used to go a few times a year when they were young, mostly for birthdays, but uh, oh, the, the best memories. Yes. you? Oh, yeah, totally. We, uh, we had a number of years ago, we had passes to Disneyland. We used to go just have dinner there and then go home. Yeah. Or, you know, see a fireworks show. It, anyway, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's still uh, a fun, fun place. And it's going to be insane what Star Wars is opens up there. No so kidding. I'm going to have to stay away from Disneyland for a while. Hard. I really want to see that. I'm very excited oh, for that. Oh, it sounds, I was just reading an article about it where it's, there's like gameplay involved in it and, yeah. you know, everything I love. So it will be, as I'm wearing my Star Wars shirt I right now. I see that in, in celebration of Star Wars land. Just in celebration of Star Wars all the time. <laughs> all the time. But uh, anyway, back to Sparks, a wonderful band, mm-hmm. still uh, still there, still still rocking well, it. And one of my favorite albums, Angst in My Pants. <laughs> still. As, our, as our listeners probably know by now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not surprisingly, this is a song that's been left off of the K-Rock playlist. Freddie had his favorites and, um, <laughs> and he played a lot of them. And a lot of these... Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Sparks was and King Crimson among <laughs> them were kind of near and dear to his heart, and that's why they were played. But I, I guess it just uh, didn't resonate with uh, with future audiences, or I don't know. It's, the song, not Sparks in general, because Sparks still gets. Sp- I mean, yes, for sure, they get their play as they still should. Yeah. I am, uh, yeah, they they do. But uh, for some reason, that uh, Sparks was never never played consistently on uh on k-rock on the rock of the 80s type format so there you go unfortunate but uh but still sparks is wonderful See, I and, and still i remember hearing sparks a lot on k-rock yeah maybe it was just this one song yeah um you, they still tour around and you can pretty much every year you can see them somewhere in la playing it's great it's a great show then i will oh you should for sure <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to let you take this one because you love OMD, don't you? I do love OMD, but I couldn't... Uh, so this song, Georgia, from yes. Architecture and Morality, I, I don't have that much uh, information on the song itself. It's from the... It was the Architecture and Morality was the third album. I just... It, it, it never got the critical acclaim, I think, this album that it probably deserved. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> this is... I love these, these quotes. The Morning News... Named it the finest record of 1981. Oh, so it was released in 81, maybe. Okay. Right. Or maybe recorded in 81. into 82. And, yeah. And the blueprint for synth pop. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. But it did. I, it actually sold over 4 million copies by 2007. So it must have been pretty consistent seller over oh, the totally. years. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this song, Georgia, was not on the K-Rock playlist. Yeah, I would have guessed that. Yeah, unfortunate, but uh, it's still a wonderful song and, and yeah. worth checking out. Yeah. All right, 58. Yes. There you go, police. You say that as if you're disappointed. There you go. It's no, it, no, it's a good, this is a good one. One world, not three. Yeah, I know. It's I, Maybe that's why I went, yeah. It's just <laughs> Sting, Sting doing his politicizing um which you know kind of is this is like his hippie song although it's like his Mm -hmm. (laughs) little reggae Uh, although it's you know as always Stuart copeland rocks on on this one i love always yeah Stuart copeland i told you is he's doing a session at this conference that i'm going to in a few weeks and i am beside myself i'm giddy with glee 
Oh. He's, he's one of my Ari's also favorite drummers. Yeah. Most drummers would say that. Yes, for sure. Yeah. But the, um, this album, we've discussed this before. It's from Ghost in the Machine. Yes. And as I told you, it's not one of my favorite it's police only, albums. It's the only police album I can pronounce correctly. <laughs> That's not true. You can pronounce the others if you really concentrate. <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, well, I will try. But you like this. You I, like oh, I do song. like Ghost in Machine. Yeah. And I like Every Little Thing She Does is Magic. I, yeah. I love that song. I love, this was a, this was a really good album. I, I, I mean, I love all the police albums, actually. Yes, me too. But I like This one was not one of my favorites, but I do love, uh, well, as always, I love Stuart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another one we love always, uh, David Bowie and Cat People. Yes. And we've discussed this before. We have discussed this song before because it was uh, in the, uh, from the movie Cat People. Yeah. Why did we discuss this earlier? Uh, it must have been Halloween. Could it have been on our Halloween show? Oh, could be. Uh, yeah, it must have been. So, yeah, it was originally from put on Let's Dance, the Let's Dance album. Right? The song was recorded first You're for the movie, right? right? It, then it came it on It was on, on the Let's Last, Dance. Last Dance album. Yeah. That's right. I forgot it was on that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just yeah, I just think of uh, Natasha Kinski. Yes. Nastasia. Oh I think I, I think I messed that up last time. You did. Nastasia. Nastasia Kinski. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes, this song this actually this song became his biggest solo hit in the US since Golden Years. No. Yep. No. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, it was just before uh, Modern Love and Let's Dance yes. came out. I guess that that must be true because it came out of your mouth. So, <laughs> well, speak, I don't know. Don't you do, speak the truth? You can fact check me. Anyone can fact check me, and I hope you do because I want to be I want to be I'm not the all-knowing. I mean, I know a lot. Sure you do. <laughs> not as much as you. Oh, stop it. So did you, did, I did not know this. Did you see the movie Inglorious Bastards, the Quentin Tarantino film? Of course. Oh, see, I did not. But <laughs> I he, say of course. Like, oh. I see all, I love all oh. Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. You never saw that? I never saw that. Oh, you would love it. So do you remember hearing this song <laughs> in it? <laughs> no. This song was in a scene where a character was con- contemplating arson. <laughs> <laughs> Sound familiar? Sounds like a Quentin Tarantino moment. Yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, you saw. I guess I sh- probably should. Oh, so yeah. yes, it's great. They're, they're killing Nazis. <laughs> yes, we like that. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Moving on, number fifty-six. <laughs> That's right. Know your rights. <laughs> what do you have the right to? You have the right to free speech. You have the right to food money. What, what were the rights in the yeah, song? To party? No, that, that came in nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> Clash for Phenomenal. This was uh, this was a great one. Yep. Besides um, Rock okay. the Casbah so, and um, so you're right. You know, your rights. Your right is not to be killed. Yes. The right to food money. Yes, and the right to free speech. Exactly. Okay. okay. So Sorry, I, had, I, was, I had three of them. Yes. There were three of them. Well, uh, people only have three human rights according to the song. Okay. So those are them. Those are they. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you asked. No, yes, I did. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you had an answer for me. Okay, but wait. Further to that. Okay. The right not to be killed unless it is done by a policeman or an aristocrat. Right. Well, then, then he they tear apart each and every yes. one of those rights. Yeah. Yes. As George Strummer brilliantly does in this song. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Combat Rock was uh, that was their that was their their breakthrough. There. Yeah. London Calling is like the greatest album of all time for me. But uh, and I I think by that time I was kind of burnt out on the clay. I think they got played too much, like, you know, uh, Rock too, the Casbah. Yeah, too like, few songs got played too, yeah, too much. Like everyone started, suddenly everyone knew my band. And so I was, I remember like, I'm not Turning gonna, away from them. Yeah. <laughs> but No Your Rights is a great, great yeah. song. 
Okay. Uh, moving on up, Toto Coelho, <laughs> i.e. Cannibals. That, this is like a Toto uh, K-Rock song. Yeah. I mean, this is, no one else would, would play this song. No. And were they, would you say they were a one-hit wonder? Uh do you have another song at the ready? You're looking <laughs> at notes there. You must have something else. No, I don't. That's what oh, okay. I, I wanted. I was going to officially say they're a one hit wonder, but I wanted to know if you uh, if you yeah. had anything else from them because no. I do not. Yeah, it was, wasn't this song used for something else, like a commercial or something? I eat cannibals. <laughs> what would it have been a commercial for? <laughs> I don't know. A commercial for cannibalism? Uh, no, I don't know. But it's funny because the description, so it says the group is best known for its 1982 hit single. So best known. That must mean there were number there were other songs, right? There is a follow-up single. The group's name is Latin and means by the extent of the heavens. Or heaven wide. But is commonly translated as completely, entirely, or utterly. <laughs> but I think they mean it as heart and soul. Yeah, I thought I would see something else that was used for something. I feel I feel like it was used for. I do <laughs> some not other recall. Way. Yeah, but I do remember that. I mean, it was just a silly, silly, silly song that I love. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> yes, it was fun. Uh, okay, <laughs> moving on up. And did you dial this number? Uh, I probably did dial it. Eight six seven five three zero nine, Jenny. You know how I know. Doesn't it make you feel old knowing that? Oh, there's only seven. You know, back back in the <laughs> back in the thirties, they used to laugh. Oh, call uh, you know Main Street nine three two yes. three two five three or you know that that was the way that like it was a street name, and then and that's how you knew the number. So that that's like old timey. So when so, I but now you know when you see only seven numbers, like oh yeah, that's old timey too now. I remember my, th- this is old timey when there's only seven digits is what you're talking about. But between then, between the time that you're talking about, when I lived in New York, when I was uh, up until the time I was eight or nine, I remember my best friend's phone number. And it started with an L-Y, L-Y-3-9331. Okay. And L-Y was for the town we lived in, which was Lindbrook. Right, right. So it wasn't the street. Okay. The, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, the yeah, town. Similar to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so did you dial Jenny at eight six seven five three zero nine? Did you add an? Did you have to add yeah, an area to, code? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, we just dialed that number, and hopefully, that was in the eight one eight area code. Although, <laughs> I mean, I'm old enough that crazily living in the valley, the valley used to be have the area code two one three. Many many years oh, ago, so long yeah. ago, but it it was a two one three area code. And I remember when we had to switch to eight one eight. Yeah, and then, and then yes, I do too. And then two one three became an all of L A. Area code that was long before three one zero and three two three. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when I lived when I first lived on my own. If it was two one three or three, I think it was they were just switching because we had a two one three area code in yeah. as we we lived behind Cantor's Ooh, <laughs> so, Cantor's Deli yes. on Fairfax in Los Angeles. So we had uh, yeah, it was a two one three, and that was like that was early nineties, and then that's when they sw- that's when they had the three two three, and now I don't yeah. even rec- I used to know all area codes, and now I don't know anymore. <laughs> I know all the LA area codes. Although there is seven four seven now. Where's that? I don't know, but my brother's cell phone. Oh, that's not that wouldn't be LA. Somewhere, right? (laughs) Yes, it's crazy. Yeah, don't don't know these anymore. But yes, that was I. I, But I still remember that uh, that number will always be locked in my my head. Yep. And and the woman who didn't really own it. Yeah, the the poor (laughs) creature who had who actually had that phone number that had to change the number. And did you know that Tommy Two Tone is not 
is the name of the band and not the name of anyone in the band? I did know that. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't name anything. I don't know, really know anything else about uh, about, about Tommy Two Tone about the band Tommy Two Tone, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. except that this was their one big big hit. I know that I think in the video they had the skinny. They looked super eighties with they with skinny, their skinny skinny ties. Yep. It's totally eighties. Yeah. Oh, they were. This is another quintessential eighties song. Yeah. This hit like. Do you do you know how high it hit on the charts? I don't have any of that info. Uh, four. It reached number four. Yes, it did. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, it was all over the place. You could not could not escape this song. It's funny. He said, uh, "I had the name, and he had he he was sitting under a tree when he wrote it, but he had the guitar, the guitar lick, and the name and the number, but I didn't know what the song was going to be about. Yeah, when he wrote it, yeah." So there wasn't really a Jenny. Do you know that? Well, it always turns into a girl. Of course, it's. I didn't have anything to write about. Oh, why don't I write about a girl? Yeah, but she was a fictitious Jenny. Oh, that's <laughs> so, too bad. Yes. Yeah, I'll let all the Jennies think it's about them. Of course. Yeah. The singer, the guy who wrote the, the song. Sorry, it's the, Alex Call. The he, Alex he of Tommy Two-Tone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there is a Tommy in Tommy Two-Tone. You is know. there? Tommy Heath, yes. But Alex Call, who wrote the song... <laughs> He said, "In he, I think a high school in Paducah or Louisville or somewhere in Kentucky had the number, and they got 50,000 calls in a week. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. That's what we used to do. Yeah, no. Just call random Dial numbers. Dial numbers, yep. Did you ever do prank phone calls before, oh, yeah. before caller ID? Is Ruined Mr. Everything? Wall there? Is, what was, what was Is this? Is Mr. Wall there? Is Mrs. Wall there? Are any of the walls there? No? Then how's your house standing? <laughs> wow. You didn't do that? Not that one. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to 50? Uh, yeah, 53? let's move on from that. <laughs> nice. All right. Hey, uh, welcome back to the the Stray Cats. Stray Cats. Stray they're, Cat Strut. They are, they're touring. Yes, they are. They're playing. A show was just announced a couple of days ago. Yes. They're playing L.A. They're playing. They're hitting the town. It's not New Year's They're going to rock this town. <laughs> Inside out. Inside out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So that's that's exciting. What, it's uh, was it their fortieth anniversary or something? I insane? think so. Yeah. Boy, does that, that make ain't you right. Feel old. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's great that the the stray cats uh, and they're still, you know, obviously there's there's still a, a, a desire for for this music to hear it and sure. and to hear it played and. I think it never really went away. There's still a desire. Oh, you no, said to still yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I guess you know Brian Setzer is great. To, you know, he's he's been doing this for 40 years now. But uh, but yeah, now bringing uh, all the all the stray cats together. I just saw that uh, on, on Dancing with the Stars, uh, one of the couples danced a foxtrot to this song. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yes. I mean, it's danceable music. That's what it was. I it guess was just, it was 50s. The 50s are still alive. It would have to be the foxtrot. It couldn't be. I don't think it could be anything. It couldn't be like a tango. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, but it's fun. We should go. All these shows that we say we should go to, <laughs> I think we could spend our whole our entire lives Just seeing spend shows. Spend all our money on, on these shows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not a problem. What money? Yeah, exactly. Now, here's a band that we can't see. I guess they're never, uh, who knows? No. Boomtown. Yeah, I don't know what, uh, Bob Geldof is more a politician now than, than rock star. Yeah, or a, um, what do you call it, like a diplomat? Kind of. He's a, He's a sir. Yeah. He is a sir. I love this. Did you like this song? This is Skin on Skin. Yes. Number 52 from the Boomtown Rats. Now, is this song 
still on the the list or has it uh, been removed? I think it's still on the list. It is still on the list. Yeah, this is a great song, and that's why it's still on the list. <laughs> yeah, it's fifty two. It was yeah. fifty two back then. It's fifty two now. Yeah. Yeah. So what what do you like about it's this? It's very. It's a sexy song. Yeah, I think. Well, skin on skin. Yeah. Well, I mean. It is a sexy thing, but the sound, his sound is, is, uh, and he talks dirty it's that, in it. It's that, uh, that brogue he's yeah. got. <laughs> we love that. Yeah. Well, it, apparently it works. Yeah. Were <laughs> 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 you ever wooed by an Englishman or uh, someone with a foreign accent? Oh, like, I'm oh. a big fan of the English accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, I, yeah, I like all Englishmen, but I like yeah. Some. No, the, to hear it in uh, <laughs> yes. yes, in an accent, it works. Yeah. I, I I think I have a thing for all accents, most accents. Yeah. Yeah. But the British accent, that's a good one. You know, my ways is a, he speaks in a British accent. Oh, does he really? My ways guy. Yeah. Really? You Simon. fall in love with your... <laughs> with my ways guy? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't quite say that. But, all right. You know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Go for a ride, Steve. I'll be back later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a great drive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Learned so much about you, Holly. All right. So uh, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up with, uh, yeah, so quickly. Look at us. Go. Go, Look go, go. That. And, and again, Human League appears again. Yes. Uh, number 51 with Seconds. Another great song off this album. From Dare. Love that. Do you know what it's about? Please tell me. Do you know? I need to know if you know. No, no. Because I'm going to tell you. Yes. I, okay. Yes, please do. It was about the assassination of uh, JFK and its impact on the wider world. Interesting. And and the song <laughs> Phil Oki, he made. <laughs> is that interesting? It is interesting. Yes. Yeah. He, People. Cantoses. <laughs> can't I? That's what can't you say I? the plural. Uh, yeah. Is that how you say it? That's how. That's how. Can't I? Yeah. Why can't I say cantosis? You can't. You can. <laughs> but most people say can't I when they're talking about the collective. The collective. I'm yeah. just talking about a Okay. Yeah. Just a group. It is a group. But it's a you own the name can't so wouldn't it be Cantosis? Okay. If it was like I don't know. Like the whole uh, I don't understand well, I'll I'll have to do some re- English research. Again, I did not do well in English. Okay, but you may be right. You may be right uh by the rules. Yes. But you like to refer to yourselves as the can't I. Well, that, 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 it caught on. Somebody referred to us that way. Okay. Yeah, and it caught on. So anyway, yes, this <laughs> song, Seconds. I did not know this uh, until recently. That uh, So in the song, Phil Oki berates uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, but he's unnamed in the song. And, you know, the, the lyrics, it took seconds of your time to take his life and a shot that was heard around the world, which, of course, I didn't even put that together. And when they play the song live, uh, when they played the song live, uh, they often use slides of Kennedy in the background. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I love that song too. Yeah. I love Human League. God. I, yes. Go listen to Dare. Yeah. Could, I think I'm going should, to. I think listen. we're going to listen to that after this. I think so. Yeah. I mean, you should put the whole album on on uh, Spotify playlist. Speaking of JFK, do you ever watch Drunk History? No. I, I'm assuming that everything they say on Drunk History is true. They did a an episode on drugs. And apparently JFK had his own like personal doctor who gave him uh, funny drugs who, and apparently it had some meth in it that he liked to, that gave him like a little pep whenever he needed it. Like microdose the meth? Yeah. Something like that. Like huh. he gave him some meth shots and until uh, his brother Robert Kennedy stepped in and said, 
you were he banished the doctor. Do you think that's really true? It's it to be I true. don't know. It, it has to be true if it appeared on Drunk History. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I don't know, but it was that was a crazy story. I don't I have no idea if it's it must be based on some sort of truth. Yeah. Craziness. History is crazy. History is crazy. Well, do, did you ever watch? Of course, you watched the movie JFK. Yes. That's one of our 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 collective favorites. We watch it oh, really? fairly regularly. Yeah. I I think that's well. Ah, I, not much no, for I conspiracy. Just, no, I, yeah, I think it's it's just crazy. Yeah, batshit crazy. Just. <laughs> do you think Oliver Stone is batshit crazy? Yes, clearly <laughs> is. Every one of his movies is just. I mean, yeah, from the door. Yeah, the Doors movie is mm-hmm. great, insane. I mean, he he made he's a great filmmaker. He he makes great he makes great films, but I, I you don't give little, much cr- credence to his. No, his, he makes uh, it intriguing, like the the way he weaves the stories together. There's mm-hmm. some a lot of his. I, I like the way he tells stories. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe the stories, but uh, oh, I do. I'm fully bought into you. This. You're all in. Fully bought into this JFK. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll end it on that conspiracy uh, theory. Yay. Do I get to ask you a question from yes. our 1980s rock and roll quiz deck now? No, these are all truths. These are all truths. Okay. So, so far as we know. Okay. So I'm asking you the question. Are you sure? I don't know. No, I think I, no, I, oh, I'm asking you because I couldn't answer oh, your right. last. Oh, okay. So you, no, so now you have to, you pick the card. You I pick, pick the, the card, card and I ask you. Oh, that's right. I, I forget. How does this game work? <laughs> it's like you've never played it before. I don't understand. Yeah. All right. It takes me a while. So one word and I guess you'll get the answer. Okay. Is it hopefully it's true or false? <laughs> no. Okay. Which of the following 80s groups originated use of the heavy metal umlaut? You know what an umlaut is? Yeah, like uh, Motley Crue? Yeah, the twin dots above one or more vowels in band or Blue names. Oyster Cult? Do they have an umlaut? Yeah, after over the the cult. Yeah. I'm trying what other bands had them. All right, go okay, ahead. Okay, well, well, we're about to find out. Okay. Which okay, so which of the following 80s groups originated use of the heavy metal umlaut in band names? So, A, Motley Crue, yeah. B, Motorhead. Oh, Motorhead. C, Queensryche. D, none of the above. So what does that mean, originated? I mean, Motorhead. Yeah, who was the first one to use it? Uh, Motorhead came first, right? But, uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, You're not going to believe it. So is it Motley Crue? No. It's Queensryche? Guess again. It's Queensryche? No. No. D D was none of the above. None of the above. Okay. So who was it? Wait. Oh, the originated? Yep. Are they from the 80s? You already guessed them. Blue Oyster Cult? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> None of the above. Though popularized in the 80s, the first use of the heavy metal umlaut is attributed to Blue Oyster Cult. It's above the O in Oyster, which oh, formed in yeah. the 1960s and began using the rock dots in the 70s. Hilarious. The dots were suggested by the band's manager to the band's manager by rock critic Richard Meltzer. I said, how about an umlaut over the O? Metal had a Wagnerian aspect anyway. The trend caught on and became almost de rigueur <laughs> for use by heavy metal bands. In oh. 1980s, BOC, biggest singles with 81's Burning For You. And in 1981, another song, Veteran of the Psychic Wars, was used in the animated film Heavy Metal. Yeah, it was just a pretentious way to to, to write your band. It was... Which is so funny. It's so oh. I didn't realize it was called the Rock and Roll Umlaut. Oh, yeah. Are you going to see the uh, the Motley Crue uh, biography? Yes. It's, it's, uh, we, we are going to watch it at first. Of it course. A little, you? Of course. Were you a fan? No. Not at all. I thought they were hilarious. But, you know, of course, their music sticks around. So, you know, I, I know a lot of the, I know the music. 
Yeah, and the history, not, it's not, all local history. Yeah, I know. I was not a big hair metal fan, but I love, I mean, it, it just cracks me up, like 10 seconds to love. and so, Like all the other, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So but, you, but people loved it. You have avoided, I have suggested, since we started this podcast, uh, you have avoided my suggestion of hair bands, of doing a special on hair bands. Well, we're only in 82. Yeah. So we'll, we will get to do one. We just have we to get a little bit later. When, when one of them eventually, if they make it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where we can recognize them. I don't know. If you oh. can come up with a good excuse to uh, to acknowledge uh, the hair metal, of course we will do one of those. And you could uh, spout off all your knowledge and we can show you a picture of what uh, Holly looked like in 1986. Yes. How, how high that hair went. Did I show you that? I'm sure it was insane. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, well, since I met you in 1980. Eight, seven. Yeah, it was probably. Yeah, yeah it was probably around that time. Yeah. I probably didn't. It probably seemed normal to me at the time. <laughs> probably did. It's <laughs> just normal height. I know you were not much for the the hair, the hair, and the you know. It's crazy. Hard, Although hard I rock did, and roll. I, I did love uh, the decline of Western civilization, the metal years. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Yes, I did. Oh my god, it's the best yeah. movie. Love it. Yeah, Penelope Spheres, right? Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, that's a great film. Yeah. All right, so off on another tangent. I always. <laughs> you can edit that out. Oh, uh-huh. Ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> You're going to have to. Okay. All so right. uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Where can you find us uh, to find out what's going on with, uh, with the podcast? <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, on Facebook at What Difference Does It Make, on Instagram at WDDIM Podcast, and on Twitter at WDDIM Podcast. And you can also link to our Spotify playlist yes. uh, on those as well. So listen, because this stuff is great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> music is great. We're, we just kind of we make fun of all this music, a lot of it, but we, we truly do love all, each and every one of these songs. Um, and that's why you can find it on the Spotify playlist. So please give it a listen. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks, everyone. Check you later. Over and out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.